Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is The Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. Hope you guys are enjoying your day. I am. It's a cloudy day today. The weather's pretty good. But hey, as long as we're smiling, we're feeling good, we're looking at life with an optimistic smile, you know, everything can be better, right? So no matter what's going on in life, you know, there's always this afternoon, tomorrow, next week, next month. Time goes forward. Don't get stuck, you know, what's going on. It's going to eventually finish and continue. So always look for the better yourself to upgrade yourself look for a better situation and uh, just keep going some things that aren't meant to be they just won't work out so we just got to stay positive with that said today we're going to talk about miso soup and to start off who better not to get a power quote from than Misho Kushi that promoted miso soup throughout our country and the world he did a great job he's a Japanese uh, master a philosopher educator and he has a a school up in uh, I believe it's in Massachusetts but uh, his power quote this is the way it goes Peace begins in the kitchens and the pantries, gardens and backyards, where our food is grown and prepared. The energies of nature and the infinite universe are absorbed through the foods we eat and are transmuted into our thoughts and actions. That statement goes quite deep. So if you care about your thought and action, that means you better look into what you're consuming, what you're eating. So you can see a drug addict, when they're taking all those drugs, their behavior... They become lazy, unproductive in life. They don't develop themselves. And actually, they, they basically stagnate themselves in life. They don't progress. And then the people around them, the family members, because of what they're going through, they get stagnated and affected too. So you see how the food and what we consume, what we put into our bloodstream, these frequencies, these energies, whether you want to call them the five elements, the aging energies, the frequencies, whatever they may be, when they get into our bloodstream, they're going to cause a reaction, a change in our thought, our behavior, and our character. So if you want to have more wholesome thoughts, you better start eating some more wholesome foods. Think about alcohol. If you drink and consume alcohol, when it gets in your bloodstream, your behavior, your character is going to change. You're going to do things you don't normally do. Your behavior, your actions, you're going to partake in activities that you normally may be too scared to get into. So you may dance a little crazy, may may do some crazy you know, whatever, whatever you want to think about. But the alcohol definitely is going to change our behavior or activity. Little kids, if you give them too much sugar, you know the actions. You know what's going to happen. So we've all watched that before. I've seen it with my kids. Sometimes I don't even need to know what they ate. I just see their behavior and I start asking my wife, what the hell they eat? You know, my dad used to do that to me when I'm acting crazy and, you know, bouncing all over the place when I was younger. I remember my dad asked my mom, what, what did that kid eat? Did he have too much sugar or something? So we know when the alcohol and the sugar get into the bloodstream, it changes us. And then we know the other side of the coin, if we don't have any food, we start getting hungry. Our blood sugar gets low. Then we can start looking at the symptoms of hypoglycemia, how it affects our mind, our thought. We get a foggy mind and everything. Even reducing the amount of water can decrease the, uh, the ability to concentrate by some percentage. I can't remember exactly what it was, but that's the science, what it's telling us today. Just by a decrease in water going towards dehydration can affect our, our consciousness, our thought, our ability to concentrate and focus. So the food 
If you want more wholesome thoughts, if you want to see the whole big picture, you got to eat whole foods. If you want to see the little picture in life, start eating particleized foods, foods broken up, processed, packaged, preserved, canned, all these things. And if you want to even see less of a picture in life, if you want to walk around with the blinders in life, what I'd recommend for you to do is just start eating food that's been uh, you know, altered, that's been changed, that has chemicals, that have additives, that have man-made products. If you want to have more of this, just eat man-made foods that are synthetic. If you want to expand your consciousness, see a bigger picture in life, what you got to do is start eating more whole foods to start seeing the bigger picture in life because the food, according to macrobiotic and ancient Chinese philosophy, including Tibetan and Ayurvedic medicine, which is over thousands and thousands years old, Chinese medicine is over 5,000 years old, if they can leave this wisdom for us, this we call time-tested, if it was just some guy's idea that he decided to write an article, put it in a book, and try to push it out to the world in you know last week or last month, I don't care. What I care about is the time-tested wisdom the ancient people left for us. And it's just up to us to catch it, to listen to these subtle clues, this wisdom, and ha- try to understand it to better ourselves, to upgrade ourselves. Because in life, we're either upgrading or we're downgrading. We don't get stagnant. Life doesn't stop. Things are either growing or they're dying. So for individuals, our consciousness is either expanding or it's contracting. It doesn't just remain the same. And if you think it does, just study some material and then don't study it for a few years. See how much you, you can recall. The information, you'll forget it. It's because we, we let go of it. We release it. So this, this quote, I really like it. He talks about how peace it begins in the kitchens and pantries, in the gardens and backyards where our food is grown and prepared and the energies of nature and the universe they are absorbed through the foods that we eat and they're transmuted into our thoughts and actions. That's why you got to get real food, whole food that's grown in nature, not grown in some laboratory, not chemicalized and processed and preserved and canned and whatever else they did to it. When you eat that stuff that's been processed, you unprocess all the information and wisdom that came from the nature and the, the universe that's in that thing. And that's energy. It's universal energy. So when you pick an apple off a tree, as long as it's a good quality apple, it hasn't been you know, messed with, tampered in any way, adulterated in any way, that apple, when you pick it ripe, it's going to have all the chi, energy, information inside of it. But when you let that thing sit there too long... After a week or so, the life force is going to go away. So food has energy. It's concentrated in food that's freshly picked. When you pick something and it sits in a refrigerator for six months, that thing's not going to have any life force. It's dead. So you want food that's alive. Do what you can do. Try to get it. It's all up to you. I can't grow for you, but I can give you the information, the guidance. That way you can make choices. Go to the local farmer. Go to the uh, farmer's market. You know, grow the food in your backyard, become friends with a farmer that, you know, you can barter with, buy from, whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do. So that quote, I love it. And that's going to lead us right into miso soup. For most of my life, I've been enjoying miso soup. And uh, the Japanese culture is one of the oldest living cultures in the world. And uh, because of that, we have to listen to them. They survived the bomb, the atomic bomb. And they use miso soup to help pull radiation out of their system along with seaweed. 
Seaweed has the ability, miso soup has the ability to pull radiation out of the body. And you can do research and find it all online. Dr. Google has all that information for you. But I've been eating miso soup for most of my life. And it has tremendous amount of benefits. It's full of probiotics. It's got a lot of minerals, nutrients. It's great for your digestion. Cleans out your gut. Cleans out your arteries. has so many health benefits. But when you cook the miso soup, the ingredients that you add, they amplify the miso soup's effect. So if you have miso by itself, it's great. It's going to have an awesome benefit. And we're going to talk about some of those benefits that they, they talk about. But if you add seaweed to it, wakame, kombu, kelp, dulse, whatever it may be, you're going to amplify the effects. And that thing's going to be like a, a superfood from the extreme of the extremes. So right now the superfoods are becoming very popular. And thanks to David Wolf, he really made that popular with his book about superfoods. But I've also seen other articles and magazines talking about superfoods, and they placed regular foods in there. And I'm wondering, why did, why did they do that? Because that's going to throw out some confusion. Superfoods to me are the miso soup, the seaweed, the bee pollen, the honey, the, uh, the chlorella, the maca, the goji berries. These things are so powerful, they're abnormally dense with minerals and nutrients and, and ability to regulate different aspects of the body's health and function. Cucumbers, grapes, apples, pears, kiwi, pineapple, papaya, they're great too, but those are common foods. Those are not in the category of superfoods. Superfoods are even more powerful than them, although... Pineapple and papaya, we can get bromelain, we can get papain from these foods as enzymes for digestion. But like a lot of the ancient people say, we've been eating these foods for thousands of years. We never had to take a capsule. Why do you take a capsule? And when I think about that, it's true. Eat the food. Don't buy the capsule. Just eat the real food that's unadulterated, that's, that's pure and powerful. You're going to get more benefits from that, and you're going to save money because you've got to eat. Why would you eat and then buy extra things that you need to take as a supplement? Maybe we need them. And actually, in some cases, we really need them. They can really help us. But if we have a solid foundation with good food, we studied macrobiotics, we looked in the miso soup, we studied the superfoods, and then we incorporated these into our diet and lifestyle, next thing, our health upgrades. So it's all up to us to figure out what we want to you know, do for ourselves. But when you take miso, combine it with, with the seaweed. And you put shiitake mushrooms in there that can dissolve, you know, phlegm and tumors and masses. They're ex excellent for your immune system and have been used therapeutically for thousands of years. And have been scientifically documented for their health benefits. You start mixing the miso with the shiitake, with the, the, the seaweed. Then you put some scallions in there, a slice of ginger. That almost doesn't look like food anymore. That's like a superfood, right? It's almost like your medicine. And, and like Hippocrates said, let food by, be your medicine. So this ancient Japanese superfood, I love it. And I'd like to give it you, you, you to try it because you might enjoy it. You might find a lot of benefits from it. And I'd recommend you do some research on it to find all the health benefits. And don't just look one-sided because in this world we have yin and yang. We have good and bad. We have truth and falsehood. There's a spectrum in our life. So no matter what you look at on the Dr. Google, you can find anything positive or negative about whatever subject you want to. You type in omega oils, you find out the reasons to take them, you also find out reasons they're not good for you. And 
any mineral, you do the calcium and the magnesium, you'll find a spectrum of information. People say, nah, don't worry, just get it from your food, you get enough from your diet. Some people, oh no, you got to supplement that, we need it, shorten our food chain right now. So that's why you got to do the research. A smart person, a healthy person is a little bit of a researcher. They can study research, and Dr. Google's got everything on there you like, so check him out, he's going to help you out. But this miso soup, it's full of minerals and nutrients. And nowadays we're having a shortage in the minerals in our food supply because the food has been produced in the same soil and the same lot of land with chemicals and fertilizer sprayed on top of them. They're synthetic. And we haven't put the compost the manure back in there to enrich the soil so the soil became dead soil. And then we grew the food out there and then the food became like a dead food with no minerals, no nutrients, stripped, empty foods. So when we got to look at these superfoods, we looked at certain ones to see how their mineral density is. So miso soups is very high in manganese, vitamin K, protein, copper, zinc. And there's other things as well. But the copper is very unique. It helps uh, the iron create red blood cells, which is very crucial for people that may have a, a problem with anemia or maintaining their blood volume. So that's important to, to consume that, that nutrient. The miso soup has a very bioavailable source of it. The vitamin K is responsible for uh, uh, the production of prothrombin. Prothrombin is a protein. It's critical to bone metabolism and blood clotting. So it's crucial in the body, but, you know, some people need to watch their clotting factor. So you got to do a little pay attention on that little research. But uh, studies also show that vitamin K, there's a correlation between low vitamin K levels and the onset of osteoporosis. So sometimes you look at the bones, they look like a, a... bank account they look like your savings account for minerals and when your minerals have ran low on your body next thing the bones get a little bit weak so you gotta put the minerals back in there so that makes sense right so zinc zinc most of you know zinc you can think about zinc with vitamin c and other products for the immune system and you can find these at the store the health food store and stuff like that so zinc's great for the immune system and uh, manganese it helps the body create the connective tissue. The connective tissue is really crucial because as we age, our connective tissues, our fascia, our tendons, ligaments, they get a little too stiff, too weak, and then we fall, we hurt ourselves. So we need the nutrients in the body. The manganese is very crucial. It also has been known to help produce the sexual hormones and maintain nerve and brain functions in the body. So the miso soup is going to supply you with some of these nutrients and minerals that are crucial for our health. And the miso soup is completely full of probiotics. Probiotics, no, you know, it's interesting when I think about probiotics. We have probiotics, we got antibiotics. Most of everybody's taking antibiotics, but a lot of people, they're still learning about probiotics. When you take the antibiotics, they wipe out your probiotics. Probiotics are a good beneficial bacteria in your gut, in your microflora, in your microbiome that's located in your intestines. Now, why is this crucial, you may ask? Well, let's think about it. The microbiome, studies talk about now about 75 to 80% of our immune systems in our gut. It's in our microbiome. So if we're getting sick a lot, our health is not so good, we better look into the microbiome and figure out why our immune system is not so strong. And we better find a way to enrich our flora, our probiotics. So to leave this one, you should think about the probiotics. We should take probiotics every once in a while. Take some fermented foods, whether it's miso, kimchi, sauerkraut, 
other fermented foods, we've got to enjoy these and, and enjoy the health benefits of them because these are the technologies the ancient people left, left us for our health, for our immune system. And they're quite rich. And, and to remember that we have the probiotic, the antibiotic, and to even talk about a lot of people don't even know what prebiotics are. Prebiotics are like the gasoline. It's like the fuel, the food for the probiotic to survive. But the probiotic to survive, they need an environment. They live in these, this type of matrix like a postbiotic. So there's like a material in the gut that uh, the big bacteria, they like to live in. They thrive in. So they need an environment to live in. They need food to eat and consume. And then they're the probiotics. So we need the probiotic, the prebiotic, and the postbiotic to make our microbiome very healthy. And if you didn't know about any of this, check out Dr. Dr. Google like I mentioned. Because that one is crucial because 75 to 80% of our immune system is right in our gut. So that's a really key thing to take care of. There's a topic about miso soup with weight loss. And, and for myself, I have been to Taiwan, I've been to China. I didn't see too many overweight people. But when I come back to the United States, I see obese people all over the place. It's very interesting. But the Asians, they eat a lot of miso. They eat a different diet than we do. They're very active. They walk more. We drive everywhere. We sit all the time. We work. We sit at work. We come home in our car. We sit. We go home, watch a movie. We sit. There's less activity. There's not enough activity. And then we're consuming so much food. And then the toxins in the environment get into our body. Then our body starts to hold on to the water and different materials to buffer and balance the pH, to, to, to balance the body, to protect it from these chemicals, so then we gain weight. And then our endocrine system goes out because of the endocrine disruptors that we've got to study and learn about. The endocrine disruptors are very crucial. It's these chemicals in the environment that can uh, harm our endocrine system. So that's a new science that even President Obama was talking about it in the past. So it's crucial to understand these. But the... Uh, the, the weight loss for miso soup, for the patients, I've, uh, I use this as uh, their breakfast. I tell them, I want you to eat miso soup for your breakfast. No more bread, no more air, dairy, no more eggs, nothing. I just want you to eat miso soup with these ingredients, the scallion, shiitake mushroom, and the seaweed. And I want you to eat that every day for breakfast. Lunch and dinner can stay the same. The, the coolest case I've ever seen was this patient. She came for acupuncture for asthma. And I didn't realize how bad her asthma was until she missed some of her appointments from her asthma attack. She had to go to the emergency room. And she had to go twice within a short period of time. Then I realized, wow, her asthma is very serious. This is no joke. So when she came back, I told her, I said, no dairy, no bread, no sugar, zilch. Cut that out. I want you to eat this miso soup with this recipe. At least do it for two weeks, and then we'll reevaluate then. The most coolest thing ever happened. After about two weeks, she lost 10 pounds of weight. And then when she came back, she told me that she never peed so much in her entire life, which tells me miso soup with this recipe had somewhat of a diuretic effect. And then after that, her asthma stopped. It disappeared for almost two years. And I know because I treat her, you know, two or three times a month. And, uh... She lost the weight, her asthma stopped, she peed out all this extra water. And what I realized, some mechanism at play, her, her lungs must have been retaining fluid. Or if it wasn't in the lung, it was in the lymphatic system and it was triggering some uh, restriction in her body. She couldn't breathe very well and that triggered the asthma attack. So she peed out all the water, she lost 10 pounds, 
and then her asthma stops. So I was like, wow, how cool, miso soup, I love it. So I've been using this recipe for you know certain cases that, that would require that, but it's a food. There's nothing wrong with food. The Japanese have been eating it for thousands of years. Check it out. Miso soup may help you lose weight, may help your microbiome with your immune system, help your gut flora, everything may be improved. So miso soup, it's uh, they talk about it having compounds in it, such as saponin and linolytic acid. These are known to help lower the bad cholesterol and prevent the onset of heart disease. That's what studies say. So I'm just passing on information for you. And uh, these studies, they show that the higher levels of linolytic acid, people with that have fewer wrinkles in the body. So it's very interesting. So miso somehow plays a role with the aging process. I don't see too many Asians that look very old, do you? A lot of times they all have black hair, they have straight spines, their faces, very few wrinkles. It's impressive. Maybe it's something they ate. So miso soup, it also helps keep the arteries clean to allow the blood flow to go through because of these different nutrients inside. And then the miso, it also contains a phytochemical known as genestin. I want you to do a little research on genestin. The way you spell it is G-E-N-I-S-T-E-I-N. Do a little research and see how the, the benefits of genestin are and see if that's something you like to enjoy from the, the eating miso soup. So miso soup is crucial. You got to get an organic one. You got to get one that's non-GMO. If you don't do that, you're not going to get the good health benefits. The one that they... They uh, ferment very fast, a fast fermentation period. It's not going to wreak the benefits of the long fermentation period, which is, I believe, 180 days. So they need to ferment it for 180 days. And sometimes they'll mix grains with the miso, or with the, I'm sorry, they'll mix grains with the uh, the soybeans. And that's why it's important you get the non-GMO type. And as you take this, the benefits will be there. But you got to get the kind that's non-GMO, organic, and that has a full fermentation period. We, we enjoy the Miso Master. That one seems to be one of the great ones. So you can do your research, see what's available, but make sure you get a good quality Miso. And there's different types of Miso. There's a yellow Miso, there's a white Miso, and there's a little bit of a dark Miso, which is more brown color. The lighter colors are more sweeter. The uh, darker colors are a little more stronger. And they, they, uh, the benefits are a little bit different, but they're all going to be similar. So do a little research, see what kind you like, do a little experimentation and see if you can uh, find some health benefits for yourself because miso is part of the macrobiotics. It's, uh, it's amazing. I love it. Uh, I think my digestion is overall pretty good. Everything could improve, of course, but I enjoy miso and a lot of times I, I, uh, I seem to have pretty good digestion. We give it to our kids. My wife takes it and... Uh, I think maybe it's something that you can include into your regular healthy eating plan. And if you do that, the least you might benefit from is the probiotics in your gut bacteria. Maybe your immune system gets boosted up. And as you drink it, you may find other you know, health benefits. Maybe some things start to leave your body. You start to feel a lot better overall. But with that said, I'm going to leave it up to you. Do some research. Check it out. See if that's something you would like to enjoy. And... Uh, if you like this podcast, give me a like and then uh, you can you know, put a positive comment. Maybe somebody sees it and they uh, are inspired to learn about it. And that was a key thing that uh, 
really help them. But I hope you guys like this podcast today. I'm going to sign off and uh, enjoy your day, week, month, year, wherever you're at. Until next time, we'll see you then.